All right. So, hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bros and Brews Podcast, episode 101. Oh, my goodness. Who knew we would ever reach this point in time? Especially, I don't know. It's just been so long since I've done. I feel like I say that way too often now, but since I last done the show again, but... Uh, you know, enough about me. We have a special guest for this episode. Someone who has been on the show a couple of times in the past. Uh, He might be familiar with his beautiful voice, or you may not. But either way, it's always a breath of fresh air for me. And would you want me to introduce you, or would you prefer to introduce yourself? Um, Whatever whatever works for you, man. That's... (laughs) I can introduce oh. myself if you want. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll, yeah. I'll give you the floor. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, well, my name is Dark Matter, or David you can call me David, but Dark Matter. I'm a rapper from Chandler, Arizona. And uh, yeah, it's been a, a minute since I've been on the podcast, but I'm excited to be back. And that's crazy that you guys are at 101. Like, that's insane to me because, like, <laughs> That's a big number when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, well, actually, I should rewind it back. Um, so we've had you on uh, previously in the past. Uh, say it was back in, I had it up just now and I totally forgot. Um, roughly in May of 2018, the very first time of, having the privilege of the band known yeah. as Vividus. And then yeah. uh, say some time has passed and then of October of 2019, we'd had you guys back on again. So yeah, if you guys want to check out, <laughs> yeah, if you guys <laughs> want to check out those episodes, there was also uh, the additions of Zach and Sean as well, who are, members of the group uh, yeah yep a vividus yeah right those were some fun episodes i have good memories of those episodes <laughs> <laughs> yeah very fun time it's i'm just really happy that you were able to take the time and do the show oh and yeah definitely it's exciting <laughs> so yeah man uh i guess we can get into the drinks huh what do you say? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Oh, why yeah. not for a Monday, right? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Getting the week started. So, what are you drinking there, sir? I am drinking uh, the Jack Daniels Down Home Punch. It's a little, uh, <laughs> almost like a wine cooler, kind of. Right. I mm, absolutely I... love this. Yeah, I was kind of curious about that because I remember the last time that we talked on the show, you were mentioning that, yeah, you're not really so much a fan of beers. And I was kind of curious if since then you've kind of had time to let your palate, I guess, change <laughs> since then. Or are you still more so like on the side of like seltzers and I should say like non-beer related so as far as beers go, I've been trying to like slowly dip my baby toe into the beer like pool and mm-hmm. find new things. I haven't found anything yet that I'm like, oh yeah, this is it, you know? 
Um, I don't really drink seltzers. I don't like that, like, I guess, seltzery taste to it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I do love the, like, juice ones. Um, but since we last talked, I actually have kind of grown out of them a little bit. I don't drink them as much as I used to. I'm a, I actually prefer drinking like just mixed drinks like Jack and Coke or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are kind of more of my go-to now whenever like people are together or whatever. Uh, I'd rather just have a mixed drink than like a wine cooler now. Right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> things change people. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> right. Um, so do you, so you definitely prefer mixed over than just like something that's neat or on the rocks? Yeah. Like I definitely will like pretty much anything mixed with like cola, like, uh, with like a Dr. Pepper or like a Coca-Cola or Pepsi or something. Um, mm-hmm. usually whiskey, those mixed together. I'm a big fan of, um, cranberry, cranberry juice and crown apple. I don't know if you've ever had that. I have had probably a, a version of it, like yeah, cranberry and like Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried that, but um, the crown apple mixed with the uh, like cranberry juice or like cranberry apple. I don't know why, but that just tastes really good to me. So when I was introduced to that, that's been a big go-to for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but pref- preferably just I like a mix. I don't want them on like the rocks or anything. Um, I still need to have that other flavor because sometimes they're a little too strong, little bit. Right. Okay. I mean, after a couple of drinks, then I'll be good, but. <laughs> so definitely <laughs> not much of a shot taker. Um, I have my moments. So some, it depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, yeah, let's do some shots. And other times I'm like, yeah, and maybe one or two for me and I'm done for the night. Mm-hmm. It right just depends on. on the, on the night, I guess who's, who's around and, what we're doing so like if if zach's there <laughs> oh if zach's there we're definitely taking <laughs> shots <laughs> yeah there's no there's no way around that one mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i've tried and somehow i still end up six seven shots in <laughs> yeah that guy's something else <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's always good company oh yeah yeah it's great to have around so uh on my end i'm actually drinking uh, a nice little white claw right there. Oh, so but you're it's drinking the surge the one? Yeah, it was actually mm-hmm. a recommendation from uh, the last guest that I had on from episode 100. Uh, I was not aware that these seltzers, you know, they're they're bumping up the percentage now. They're yeah, you know, they're not messing around anymore. Before people <laughs> were just like, you know, the whole white claw memes and all of that, but. <laughs> You know, I guess apparently the blackberry is always the best one, but I've never had a surge, so I didn't even know they had a surge. <laughs> <laughs> There's a surge on these surges right now, but hey, man, well, what does it cheers. taste like? Oh, I, I have no idea yet. I've oh, been you haven't it even tried like, it yet. I, yeah, I've been told that it tastes like a cough syrup. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, but cheers. Cheers. Definitely does. Oh my God. That is, uh, oh, that is bad. (laughs) That is not good. 
I'm going to level with you. Oh. If someone told me something tastes like cough syrup and they're like, yeah, you got to try it. I'd be like, I don't really want to try that. Yeah. It really strongly resembles just cough syrup. Like this isn't even fun. Like people like <laughs> I, I'm sure it's, it might just be the white claw uh, brand itself. Maybe there are some decent hard seltzers out there that range in that seven, 8% area, but this is just like, this isn't fun. (laughs) I'd rather drink a regular 5%. (laughs) Personally, I don't even like the White Claws. Like I've only had maybe a couple of the flavors, but the ones I have had, like, honestly, they've been kind of trash to me. And I think people who like say, oh, they're so good. Oh, you just got to drink them. I'm like, I think you're just lying to yourself (laughs) because I've had like three or four, probably. I don't know what flavors, but everyone I had was like garbage. I was like, this ain't it. <laughs> it's just trash claw. Is that what it is? It's hashtag trash claw. <laughs> All right. Your word's not mine. That's that's okay. I'll stand <laughs> by <joking>. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. just personally not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are some seltzers that I do like. Um, and there's also like uh, kombucha stuff. I really like that as well. I've never really gotten into into any of the kombucha stuff, so I don't I don't know what that tastes like. So I have I think you no might opinion, like them. I guess. Yeah, I'm a big fan of lemonade. So like any of the like mixed drinks or like any of the stuff that um, is made with like lemonade or lemonade flavor, like I could probably get behind that just because I I really like lemonade that that taste. Mm-hmm. So I could probably get behind even like a seltzer that's lemonade but um other than that like most of the like seltzery stuff i'm just not i'm not for it Mm -hmm. yeah there's this one um so it's called boochcraft they're located in the san diego area but they have one that's Mm -hmm. like a strawberry lemonade something like that but it's a hard kombucha so i think Maybe you might like that. I, in general, I really do like the Boochcraft just because, you know, I'm all about San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I, I've only gone to San Diego one time before, and it was actually last year. Um, oh. And I'm going back in uh, about two weeks, three weeks at the beginning of June. So I'm excited to go back and uh, maybe I'll have to look out for that because looks like it'll be something fun to drink while I'm at the beach. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, in general, just their whole craft beer scene is just awesome. So just ugh, maybe just keep an open mind. Yeah, I actually told Zach, um, since you mentioned him, I told him one time that I thought about just like maybe once a week or every two weeks going to a bar and just trying a different beer till I found one that I was like, yeah, this is it, you know, mm-hmm. um, still something I would like to try. But I just uh, I don't know. I don't find myself going to bars that often because like most of the people who would go to the bar with me are busy. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to go to the bar alone. That's just, uh, that sometimes is a bit of a bummer. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, use those words. I thought you were going to say something a little bit more harsh than that. <laughs> no, it's not so bad. I mean, like it's okay to go places by yourself. Sometimes I, I used to, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Sometimes it, it looks a little, you know, bummery. <laughs> <laughs> being very non-specific mm-hmm. yeah yeah just leave it at the <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good uh, place to drop it i haven't had those jack daniel uh 
beverages yet, but I've been wanting to. They're not strong. Like it's like 4.8%. So they're not strong at all, but they, I think they're really good. Just like chilling drinks, like something you could just drink on the side. If you guys are doing shots or something, you know, Yeah, or it's, and like it's not good. Gonna... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say like, when you go to like the lake or the beach or something, like you want to yeah. have something that's light and refreshing. You don't want to go like hardcore, like 10% stouts, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is absolutely like, in my opinion, I mean, I might be biased cause I like the like juicer, juicier ones, but this is like the perfect thing to take to the beach or like a twisted tea or something like that. I think those are the perfect to just chill at the lake <laughs> and fish or something and just have a, something cool to drink. Like, yeah, I highly recommend these. Sorry, I was just a random thought of like that <laughs> video that went viral with the twisted tea. Oh, the guy who yeah, and the that groceries dude? or the yeah, uh, the gas the station or something. Mark? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I first saw that. <laughs> Gosh, but I mean, I that, how old he is had that to come in like <laughs> it's a couple months at least. It's six. Basic. It's ancient history. In in terms of how the internet works, yeah, it's ancient history now. It's practically on ancient aliens. <laughs> but then that guy deserved it. I mean, I saw it coming. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, man, that dude got, he got busted quick. <laughs> About to tee you off with this twisted, bro. <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. If that's all you got, that's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be swinging twisted tees around. <laughs> <laughs> so, you put out your first album back in 2020 entitled yes. Dark Summer, mm-hmm. um, which, darn, of. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. I can just pull it up right here. The exact date of it because i know uh if the world's going in that came out on april 1st i'm mm-hmm. trying to correct get the exact date of your very june first 13th. Album. june 13th okay i think that's what the date was yeah mm-hmm. um because i know i released it pretty close to my birthday and my birthday is on june 13th mm-hmm. yeah so I'm, I think... I'm trying to remember if it was on my birthday mm-hmm. yeah and Gosh, you know, it's been like so long of just how the world's been lately. Like as far as like, oh, the pandemic happened and now we have the vaccinations and all of that. But then like just so much stuff has just happened in that short period of time. And I'm thinking, honestly, like you're not even lying. Since I dropped that album, like in 2020, I felt like almost like six, seven years have passed when really it hasn't, but it's felt like such a long time since 2020. Yeah. And we're yeah. only in 2022, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the world has been different since like the whole pandemic started for sure. Yeah. Cause there's like contrasting energies that I've, interpreted from those albums like for sure there's like tracks that just hype me up on dark summer and it's like that's that exact energy that like i needed during the (laughs) pandemic when it's like okay everybody stay home um 
social distance. Um, don't visit people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Don't hoard um, things. But yeah, it, you needed that exact just. Yeah, there, there's just some tracks on there um, that just yeah. made me feel like, yeah, man, it's totally well, like a. With uh, Dark Summer, originally it was called Dark Season. And uh, the album was kind of split up between being very hype and then being kind of somber. But the more and more I recorded and then the more and more life happened and then the pandemic and everything, um, it just didn't feel right to do that one album, Dark Season. So I decided to make Dark Summer as just like an all out, you know, flows, rapping, fast flows, um, rhyming hard, you know, hype pretty much. And then my plan was to drop dark winter later that year or like early the following year, Mm -hmm. but then more overthinking and more, you know, thought process. And I just wasn't feeling because I had had most of the tracks for dark, dark winter already recorded. Um, and I just wasn't, it just didn't feel like what I should put out. You know, it didn't feel like the right album to be making. So I ended up scrapping it and keeping a couple tracks and I released them like on their own as singles, the ones I liked the most. Um, but I just felt like it wasn't right after I had done, you know, dark summer already. I just didn't feel like winter was where I wanted to go anymore. It didn't feel like the right direction for me. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are still like to this day that are, songs that had just have never been fully released at all like not even like as a demo. oh yeah mm-hmm. um oh yeah definitely um i got tons of demos sitting around and i got a good handful of tracks sitting in in the vault back here that i just they're from people i've showed them to they they like them and they were like yeah you should put them out but personally i was just like this doesn't feel like this doesn't feel like what i want to put out you know mm-hmm. um so like I think summer is like 10 tracks or nine tracks. I don't remember exactly how many it is. Um, but I recorded a, probably about 20 tracks for summer and winter together uh, when it was called dark season. So a good like nine to 10 tracks were put away and probably like three or four of those were released as singles. So there's still a handful of them. And then with this next album, there's, a ton of tracks and demos that were definitely scrapped or moved around and taken out. Um, so I, I, I just do that. I, I touched upon it a lot in the new album that I just overthink a lot and I over process things like, what if this doesn't go over well, or what if someone doesn't like this or do I really like this? Is this what I want to be putting out kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of what I do, I guess, as an artist. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a good handful of tracks that just didn't make it, just didn't make it to the to the surface, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, like, it's just like you, you want to put out stuff, but you just don't want to make it seem like it's obligatory to the point where it's like, I have to do this because it's content. But it's like, if yeah, I'm not exactly. going to give it like to my standards, then it's just something that's just i don't know it it just doesn't feel right yeah no that's exactly how i felt and a lot of the tracks just didn't feel like 
the kind of person I wanted to present myself as, you know, I felt like I was creating someone else that wasn't, that wasn't like, you know, it wasn't me. And that's why with this next album that I put out, I was really trying to take back the, the image of dark matter, I guess, and just be myself and be honest. You know, I wanted to make songs that were really, you know, me personal and, you know, just who I am inside, not just the dark matter image of, you know, rapping fast and creating cool flows and rhyming intricate and everything. I wanted to put out something that felt like there's a person behind the music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That there's, there's heart, there's feeling behind this, not just like, I can rap this fast on a dime. I can be in the pocket, but really yeah. like these lyrics are just out there. There, There's really like no true connection to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to like, so when I made dark summer, people enjoy it. And when I perform those songs, people seem to really enjoy me, you know, jumping around on stage and, and, you know, yelling and rapping fast and doing all that. But, I noticed that that's all I was kind of getting from people. I would love, I, like people would come up to me and be like, Hey man, you're so dope. Or, Hey man, you killing it up there. And I noticed that no one really knows who I am or the thought process that goes between, you know, making tracks and putting out albums and everything. So I wanted to be a person, you know, I wanted to be mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Still, it's a good album. I think that's what the world needed was that kind of energy during that time. And then moving forward with If the World's Going to End came out on April 1st, 2022, people. So if you want to check that out, it should be on all major platforms, correct? Yep. It's available everywhere now. I myself am a Spotify type of person, so that's how... I just saw it pop up in my feed and it's like, <laughs> oh man, got to listen to this. Well, and- I kept putting out dates too and like different dates that the album was going to come out on. And I kept pushing it back because of my overthinking. So I uh-huh. thought April 1st was the perfect day to release it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, this is, this is perfect because they'll never see it coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect date. Um, so I just got to say right off the top that, um, yeah, it was definitely a different energy with this album. Um, at first I thought, did he accidentally leave out two between going and end? But then it was just like, oh, okay. And, you know, I I dig the all caps and I'll tell you right now, that's my favorite song. Which one? right now oh right now yeah <laughs> um <laughs> sorry i was trying to do no, a little no, no. fun right there yeah um yeah i definitely wanted to kind of give it its own unique look i guess when you go to look at the tracks i like the all caps i feel like it's not like it makes it feel important you know yeah and that's how this album feels to me i feel like it was important for me to make it and um you know i've talked to like good music friends of mine and they've reached out to me after the album came out and they're like, yo, you know, I liked it. I liked your, the styles you went with, but they're like, you know, we felt like you changed a little bit. 
And personally, I think that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, as an artist, you can't, you can't just make the same album over and over again. You got to put some thought into it. You got to branch out. I wanted to branch out with more like lo-fi sounding beats and like jazzy kind of instrumental. So when I was putting together different songs and different beats, I was really trying to push the whole hype, hard hitting drums and everything out of my mind and go to this direction. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I accomplished that personally to me. So I'm very, very proud of how this album turned out. My question though was, um, so did you produce these tracks? I put them all together. Yeah. Nice. Uh, For the most part. Yeah. I, I did most of the beat making and all that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking in the uh, credits and it was just sort of blank. Well, as far as like produced by section. Yeah, um, there's a few parts where like, um, like Sean, for example, he's on right now the track. He did singing on that track and um, mm-hmm. I had him play bass for another track, If I Could Fly. So oh if you hear gosh. that in the background, that's Dude. actually his bass playing. Dude, I was going to say, I love the bass line on that track. Like that whole instrumental, it goes hard, man. I think yeah, that's like that one, that's like my favorite whole like produced track right there of the whole album. That's funny because that was actually the last song to be finished. Really? Uh, and that one's probably one of the first ones that got started, but it went through so many like different different things there was different bass lines originally and he changed them there was a different hook um there was someone who was going to be on the hook that wasn't able to so like it just went through a lot of changes and um the way he did his bass on it i i really really enjoyed it and i would actually i've already talked to him about this and we've been kind of back and forth discussing it we're considering putting together some other stuff some other beats with uh, his bass on there and maybe making like a little EP or something like that. Hell yeah, man. You guys got to yeah. do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Damn. So uh, that's where, uh, that's where the, the work's been going into. Yeah. I spent a lot of time making different beats and putting together, like just messing with different samples and seeing what sounded right. And again, like I said, there's a bunch of demos for this album, but there's even more beats that were made for this album. Like, probably at least 15 different beats that didn't make it. I just, they just didn't feel like the right vibe or they felt too lo-fi or too like, um, like too jazzy or too like, it, it just didn't fit in that pocket where I was going for. So I ended up pushing them out, but the ones that I think made it on the album, I feel like were pretty, pretty solid. Damn. So, um, are you comfortable if I just name out the tracks that I really liked from the album? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Besides those two, but uh, so I don't for some reason, but from uh, track two, IDK, I got like low key like Janae Ayako vibes of just how the piano sounded. I could see that. And um, I don't, so yeah, and then. If the world's going end, I really like that one. If I could fly, um, pretty much, and then light it up, stay rose gold and limited edition. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I feel the- like 
funny enough, I feel like Light It Up is the only track on the album that's hard hitting, you know, or like almost the closest thing to like a banger, I guess you could say, or something hype. Um, but just the way that that song came together and the way we both rapped on it, me and Skinny, I just felt like it had to be on the album. It felt like it was part of part of it, even though it's a little different than all the other sounding songs. I, I feel like it needed to be on there. But I, I also just enjoyed just how you uh, organized the whole track list. I felt like it seemingly transitioned well. And I, it, I felt like the narrative of it all just seemed to just flow, you know, from start to finish. Like there wasn't just like a random moment that was just like, like, yeah, there, there's like no better way to just place those tracks, just how you listed them. Like I just thought it went seemingly great just with the instruments. Yeah. I don't know if other artists, I, I would assume other artists do this too, but. I spent a lot of time just working out the placement of the songs and how they flowed into each other. Cause the track list at the beginning was so different. Like I had tracks in other places and it was just very different from the start to end. And I feel like the way I, I laid them out was very, very good. Um, and I, I definitely feel like with the narrative, it, there is a narrative to the album. It's not super apparent. It's not like I made a, big you know crazy with skits and everything in there you know um but there's definitely like a narrative between even from just the recording standpoint because when i started recording this album i was going through a lot my you know mental state was very up and down i was dealing with anxiety and depression and overthinking and to the point now where i'm at now i feel like i'm a lot better in my life i feel very comfortable with myself i don't deal with depression as much i am able to block out the anxiety. I feel like a more complete person. And I think that re resembles in the track list too, all the way from falling, kind of feeling like you're lost and you're, you know, you don't know what's going on all the way to limited edition where you're feeling like you got this, you know, you feel like you're, you're, you're the one, you know? So I, I'm glad you noticed that. I'm glad it was apparent when you were looking at it and listening to it. Cause I was, I really did spend a lot of time thinking about that. So I'm glad it, it shows. Hell yeah. Like with that overthinking, it can be a real pain in the ass, but it can also be somewhat of a gift at times. Because I, I kind of deal with that agree. from time to time. Like I'll just overanalyze things. Even just like trivial things. It's like, why am I still lingering on these thoughts? Like, it's already been like an hour or two. Like, can I just shelve this already and just move on and focus on what's going on in the present? <laughs> oh, yeah. I 100%, 100% agree with that. There's things I think about all the time where I'm just like, why are we even wasting energy on this? Like, this happened mm -hmm. months ago or this happened like a day, you know, a day ago and it's not even relevant now or something, you know, like it's very strange how overthinking works, but it does have its moments, especially I feel like if you're a creative person and you want to make something creative, I think overthinking is better used as a tool than as a, a roadblock. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. I yeah. like to think of it now, like, well, why am I overthinking this? And then kind of pick apart the parts that I am overthinking to see if I can make them better. You know? Absolutely.
Um, so I have tried to make beats like years and years ago, but I never really came up with anything that I don't know that I could yeah. say like, hell yeah, I'm proud of this. But it's just like, I just kind of wanted to get an idea of like how you, uh, but what's your whole creative process when it's just like, I want to make a beat. Honestly, like I'm just being a hundred percent with you. I'm pretty terrible at making beats. I feel like I'm not, I get real jumbled when I'm putting things together. Um, but I love when I hear a sound, when I hear like a certain sample and I'm like, that sounds really cool. Let me see if I add this effect to it. And then I start changing up the effect and like, well, what if I cut off this part? And I loop this, you know, so I, it's really, honestly, it's just the whole process of just starting. And I think that's the hardest part is just to start doing something on it and then just seeing where it takes you. Cause personally, I love to mess around with samples. I could listen to someone like humming. And if I had a loop of that, I could, you know, edit it, put some distortion on it or something and make it sound like really crazy or something. You know? So I, it's a, it really is a process. And I, people who like produce like crazy beats with like real intricate drums and stuff like that, like I commend them and I wish I could do that stuff, but it's crazy. Some of the production I hear is it's insane how people can put that stuff together. <laughs> right. Gotta respect the oh, yeah. people in the background they do the work and then somebody's like i i'm just gonna drop a few bars and that's a wrap <laughs> yeah but, and you know on this hey, album, you're, i wanted to i just wanted to say that you're doing it all though man so i gotta say this major album i definitely tried to i tried major to for sure on this that. album i think with the next one i i, I already have kind of an idea of which direction i want to go in and i think my production is not going to be right for it so we'll see how that goes, but it's still early, early stages, thought process and all that. So we'll see. So is that something you're willing to share right now about what your next project's going to be? Well, so technically, if we're being real technical, I do have two projects in the work. Um, I do have another one that's almost done which isn't necessarily like an album like this one is. It's more of like a mixtape. Um, <clears throat> there's just a handful of songs that didn't make these, this album that I really still enjoy and some songs that have some really good features on them um, that I think they deserve to be out there. So that that's definitely coming soon. Um, I don't have a date yet when that's coming because I'm still working out a few tracks and still mixing and and all that. So I don't have a date for that yet. But there's definitely some really, some hard hitting tracks coming soon, um, and I'll, I'll announce more of that later, like you know, on my Instagram and stuff when that when I start getting more of it finalized. And then, um, and in terms of like my next third album, like official album, I just have some early like thoughts going into it, what I want to do and stuff, but nothing, nothing recorded yet, nothing started really for that so it's more of just a seeing where i want to go with it kind of thing um i was just also curious like uh what about the vividest stuff you know um i don't know personally what 
what we're doing with that at the moment. Um, I would, I would like for us to keep working together. I don't know if we're going to be doing any more Vividus stuff soon. Um, it's something I've been meaning to talk to them about and, and see what we're, what we're thinking. Um, we've kind of hit a bad, like, not really a bad spot, but just a weird break, I guess. And, uh, I think all of us kind of don't know where we're, where we're at with it at the moment. So I don't really mm-hmm. want to speak for them. Of course. Um, I do, I do think personally, just cause you know, I'm trying to be honest. I'm being an honest person with my new album and I want to stay honest. Um, I think my, my little intricates, you know, little tidbits and stuff have really put us in a, in a weird spot. So I, I kind of take the blame for that personally. Um, but it's something I've been meaning to reach out to them just on the side and see what, what we're thinking. I know we've definitely talked about still making tracks together and like Zach's got some stuff he's been producing for my album, not my album, but for just tracks we have. And Sean's been doing stuff for some of my songs. So we've definitely been working on stuff. Um, it's just kind of seeing where that's going to go, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I understand that fully. Like, I guess like the vividest like concept itself might be on it. Like, yeah, again, I don't want to speak for the other two, uh, Sean and Zach, but maybe it's just kind of on the way out the door at this point, but it doesn't mean like, Hey man, like things just ended on bad blood, man. Like, I don't know. He said that yada, 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 like not anything with that, but just sort of like, we've just grown past what Vividus was originally. And now like, you know, you guys have evolved since then. Like, but, and, you know, I really like the idea that you guys want to work together still. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be branded. Like, yeah, it's Vividus, but you know, it's it's something more than that. Yeah, definitely. And I don't, at least personally, I don't think there's any bad blood between us. Like I love those (laughs) guys, you know, I was just trying to interject like some drama right there for the listeners, like (laughs) coming soon. The real story of why Vivid is broke up and exclusive. We're going to start dropping diss tracks against me and everything. <laughs> you know, create some fake beef. No, hey. I don't. There's no bad blood between us. I love those guys. They're some of my closest friends. You know, um, I, I talk to them all the time, like pretty much every day we talk. So definitely no bad blood. But I, I do think a lot of it has to do with me. And I feel like there's things I could have done better to make things work out a little more so i'm I'm hoping we can still definitely get some stuff done and i would love to make music with them because they're both insanely talented like sean on the bass is crazy and zach with that guitar is it's insane how good they are like i wish i could play an instrument but like i don't think i'd ever get to the level they're at they can kill it like on anything pretty much you bring the cypher yeah i I could rap all day like i could do that that's no problem (laughs) So there you go. And, and you do the producing, you know, you got to give yourself some credit. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I'm, I'm amazing too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me stroke my ego for a minute. Just a little bit, just a little bit. No, I think it's good to, to humble yourself, but it's also good to praise yourself sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. if you feel like you're good at something or even if you're not good at it, but you feel like you're good at it, tell yourself you're good at it you know you know i i've you can see it a lot in this album where i 
talk bad about myself or not even bad about myself, but talk negative about things in my life. And, uh, you know, that's, that's okay to do to talk negative, but I think people definitely need to realize that talking good about yourself is a great way to just boost your, your mental state and your, you know, your confidence and everything. And that's something I've struggled with a lot is always talking myself down and making myself feel worse than I should. So when I realized that now I can be a little better, you know, and I could start hyping myself up, like it, it helps. Like surprisingly it helps more than I ever thought it would, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, people have their ways of interpreting it, but yeah, I, I feel like that's, eh, I, yeah, I can't speak for everybody, but it's just <laughs> my way of coping with it. It's just like, yeah, I just tend to be like, self-deprecating about it like hey if you can't make jokes about yourself and not take yourself too seriously like maybe that's probably something that took me a while to struggle with because it's like oh yeah i'm perfect man like you know zero flaws here man fuck you if you disagree (laughs) but later on i i worked through some stuff myself and i realized like yeah you know i can make jokes about myself like yeah you know some days i'm fucking i'm fucking sad bro get over it (laughs) And if you're sad the next day, then I feel for you. But yeah. I don't know. That no, was a bad I, uh, joke. <laughs> no, I, I see what you mean, though. Because, like, same thing here. You know, I, I joke about myself all day. If my girlfriend says something about me, I'll laugh about it because like, I can take it. You know, my friends say something about me. I, you know, it's whatever. I can take it for the most part, you know. And like you said, like, I have bad days still, too. You know, they come and go. But it's just trying to think better i guess is what i was getting at not trying to be preachy but you know just trying to think a little better well it is mental health awareness month so that's true and i think um it's a very important topic like that should be discussed more often it it really Um, is yeah but i feel like we're getting well we're like i'm speaking for the world but i feel like the world's getting a little better when it comes to mental health you know like baby steps, definitely nothing crazy, but I do see improvements over the years, like for people's mental health. I see people going to therapy or reaching out to friends more. And that's, I think that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to work through the motions of going to therapy soon myself. I just figure like there's things about me that I got to learn and work out and, you know, never heard. Yeah. So, Definitely not. Yeah, you know, just, you know, taking small steps. Eventually, I think I'll make it there and I'll be like, okay, I need help. I'm here at therapy. Let's do this shit. Even though I'll probably just be (laughs) talking, probably making jokes for a while before the counselor is like, so is this what you do or do you want to get into the real talk now? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I like to make people laugh. That's my way of coping generally. Same. <laughs> so, sometimes, you know, sometimes you just can't turn off that button and people can get annoyed with it after a while. It's like, hey, <laughs> I really want to have a serious talk with you. And it's like, I don't like being serious though. It's just like, you know, I just want to laugh. I just want to have fun. Yeah, that's definitely something I struggle with too. Like just wanting to make people laugh and smile and stuff like that. And, to the point, like you were saying, where it can almost come off annoying. 
Like, mm-hmm. and it's hard. Cause like you said, you can't really turn it off once you're going. And it's even worse when you're talking to someone, making them laugh and you can see them getting annoyed with you. And you're like, I'm sorry, I can't stop it. <laughs> yeah. Versus like, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah. ha ha ha. Like, yeah, they're just, just not stop having it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so stop. I definitely, <laughs> yeah, they're, it's awkward sometimes, especially when you see them like, they'll still be laughing and then they're laughing a lot less. And then they're just looking at you while you're still joking. And you're like, uh, now I feel weird. <laughs> or otherwise they just ignore you after that point. And like, okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, want to take a little quick break right here. Cause I want to introduce this next drink. Cause that's what we do on this show. If you don't mind. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe I, I've noticed that, you know, I've been just kind of like being like, okay, next question, next question. But, you know, I'll give <laughs> you some time to enjoy your delicious beverage, but mine's almost gone. <laughs> oh, uh oh, looks like someone needs a refill. Might, I might. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this next drink right here is Golden Road Brewing. I don't think I've ever had anything. Maybe I have, but I don't, I'm sure if I've ever introduced a beer from them. But this is the Ride On West Coast IPA, and it's a 7%. And it's made in Los Angeles. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess that's really it. I don't think I'm going to... I don't necessarily need to give a description on it. Or what does do the I? front cover of it look like? So. <laughs> Basically, I'll just show you the box. Oh, it's a cool van on there. I dig it. Yeah, I guess there is a little bit of a description. So, our ride on West Coast IPA brings together our brewer's love of aromatic hops and distinctive flavors to make an IPA perfect to take anywhere. Bursting with stone fruit and tropical flavors of apricot, peach, and guava with a crisp, hoppy finish, this West Coast IPA is not to be missed. Take a moment. Take a sip. Ride on. I don't fully agree with those last few words because it sounds like they're low-key promoting drinking and driving (laughs) or (laughs) riding a bike or something or riding a horse. Look, man, if I'm on a horse, odds are I was probably already drinking. (laughs) (laughs) You're just uh, cosplaying Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm Don Marston or I'm <laughs> Arthur Morgan. You know, I never even played Red Dead 2. Um, I barely played Red Dead 1. Oh. But I'm I not... love the zombies one. <laughs> How you doing, Miss McFarlane? <laughs> it's me, Don Marston. It's actually pretty good. Oh, I've heard you. the guy's voice, so that's pretty good. You're the first person to ever say that to me. Thank you. I'm hyping you up. <laughs> you know, I, I like to do impressions here and there, but enough about me. I'm I'm sure you could, but I think, you know, low-key, um, if you ever need help with the skits on an album, you know, I'm available. I'll definitely keep you in mind for that. Not going to lie. Right. I'll take your word on that. <laughs> I'll reach out to you. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I'm trying to remember right now, though. Did you ever mention like the Phoenix Suns at one point in one of your songs? 
I felt like uh, you did. I I think I may have. Um, because I remember you I mentioning Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't think I've mentioned the Suns. I know I I mentioned like Kaepernick and stuff in the kneeling before. Mm. Uh, but I've never, I don't think I've mentioned the Suns. It's kind of funny you bring that up though, because I'm not really a sports person, to be honest. Like, really? <laughs> but, but on that note, the last like couple months, I guess, and a little bit last year, but the last couple months, I've actually really been getting into the Phoenix Suns. Like, I've been enjoying the games, like, whenever we go over to like my girlfriend's family cookouts or, you know, whoever's got it on, I've actually been enjoying watching them. Um, like, more than I ever have in my entire life. Like to the point where the game tomorrow, I'm actually going to go home and turn it on. Like I never do that. So I oh, slowly well. getting into the sun. So I'd say you're not just going to buy tickets for the footprint center. I would love to, I'm not going to lie. The last couple mm-hmm. games I've watched, I'm like, that would be fun. I've even been thinking about getting like a Jersey or something. I'm like, I got to go all out with this. Hell yeah, they could really use the energy right now. Yeah, that last match, they did... I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, I don't know if I want to talk too much about that because, yeah, just yesterday I was really upset for a moment and then I just got sad. I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I was at work listening to listening to it like on the radio. Oh, man. Like yeah. old, old school style then. Yeah, because I I wish I could have my phone out and then just watch it, but I I just had to pop in my wireless buds and then just listen to the audio. Mm, Yep, we were at ninety-eight cookouts, (laughs) though. Well, good for you, man. (laughs) I I think that's the one thing that you're missing. Then is just a jersey. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually been to think about it. Like, whose jersey would you get? Honestly, probably Booker. I really like the way he plays. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely a... He is a star, for sure. Yeah, he's actually kind of the one who got me into it, like, last year when he started, like, when he was kind of coming out and he was all over, like, you know, not really the news, but, like, Facebook and stuff like that, you know? I was like, let me check out this guy, see him play, and I was watching him play, and I was like, hey, he's pretty good. And then now this season, I'm like, hey, he's, he's pretty good. I was like, I actually like this guy, so... Yeah, he's, he's cool. He's killing it. <laughs> I would definitely uh, get his, his jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like a Steve Nash. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but I don't know. I was just thinking more so like the current roster. But yeah, you got to respect, you know. When I was younger, I had a Steve Nash jersey, I remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Long, long time ago now. I was in like elementary school, so... I don't think I've ever had a jersey up until last year. Yeah, that was my yeah. first jersey. But <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I might have have, but I just don't recall. Yeah, hard <laughs> to remember sometimes, right? Like I forget things from my childhood. Sometimes I'm like, did I do that? Some people ask me, like, "Hey, did you go to the zoo?" And I'm like, I I, I don't know. I think I did. Maybe. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Definitely forget some things from time to time. Uh, holy crap. I'm trying to think of other things 
as far as the music talk goes, but I'm not sure if I have really any more questions about that right now. I feel like, yeah, it's been a good portion yeah. of the show. Like it, it has been like a solid like half hour. Yeah, yeah. And I pretty much kind of touched on everything, I think, for the album's sake. Like if you wanna, you know, if you if people want to listen to it and they just want to hear a few tracks, that's great, you know. But if they want to hear like my narrative or hear like what I'm really getting at as a person, I think listening to it from start to finish is really good. Um, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned my favorite song I've ever recorded is uh, Stay. Um, and I did that one pretty late in the album. But that one, I think if you really want to know how I think as a person, that's a really good track to listen to. Because um, I wrote it when I was just really lost in my head and I was feeling out of place. I was feeling kind of like struggling, you know, a little bit that day. So I, I had a different song completely written for that, for that beat. Um, and I completely scrapped it and wrote the, the new verse and recorded it that day. And I absolutely love the way that song came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's just worth listening to uh, from start to finish is what I pretty much wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of your music. Um, even from the, the earlier years if i can say that now but when it came down <laughs> to vividus and going to that well yeah we recorded a podcast during that time uh, yeah yeah so you guys definitely give that first one a listen which was uh episode 36 so give that it was actually wow. we did the show well you we could say that vividus did two shows we recorded a podcast and then later on they did a performance uh, at a <laughs> private residence that I will not disclose. <laughs> I remember doing that one and I was probably way over the top and way crazy, but hopefully it made for a funny episode. <laughs> um, I'd say, you know, it was definitely a different energy. <laughs> Zach uh, doing what he yeah. does. <laughs> well, when uh, we all get together too, it's it's hard for us to it's hard for us to shut up, you know, once me, Zach and Sean get together, we're just, you know how we are, you know how Zach yeah. is and you've seen how we get when we're all together. We're loud. Mm-hmm. We get talkative, arguing back and forth, you know, playfully, like, you know, and I think especially in the second one, like me and Sean got way fucked up, like oh, way yeah, quick. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, was gone was, uh... at the end of that episode. Some real strong beers on that second episode uh, when you guys get a chance to listen to that. Did we ever tell you what happened after that we recorded that episode? Uh, I don't think so. So I don't know if you don't mind me telling you or not. Hey, let's, if you want to, if you don't mind sharing it, then you can. I think it'll be okay. Um, So after we recorded that episode, um, Zach called. And Uber, me and Sean were already gone. We were both way, way drunk, you know, crazy drunk. And mm-hmm. so we got the Uber. Zach, I think, stayed and hung out with you guys. But uh, me and Sean went back to the, I think it was like an Airbnb or something we stayed at. And um, on the way, the Uber got lost while he was driving us. So he was driving us and he didn't know where he was going. I don't know if someone put the address in wrong or what happened. but. <laughs> I no. 
this might be like too much information, but I don't really care because I think it's funny. I had to go to the bathroom so bad, like because I've been drinking. So I'm sitting here trying to not go in this guy's car. Like I'm really trying not to piss in this Uber driver's car. And in the meantime, Sean's trying to figure out where we're at. So he decides to get outside of the Uber driver's car and he's running around in the street trying to find the house. Oh my God. Wow, this Uber driver's looking at me like, what is your guy doing? And I'm like, I'm going to pee in your car. Quit talking to me. (laughs) It was really, really ridiculous, but I think it's so funny. And I remember looking at Sean running across the street trying to find this house. (laughs) Oh, no. It was the most ridiculous thing. I always think about it every time I think about Flagstaff now. That's the one memory I have. I mean, you can't really... I don't know, man. I don't want to put any blame on anyone. It's just sometimes (laughs) you just have too much of a good time and then things happen. Yeah, I don't think there was anyone to blame. If anyone, it was probably the Uber driver. Let's blame him. Okay. <laughs> uh, wow, you're really uh, just sticking it to the corporate America, huh? Yeah, how dare they? So we won't get a sponsor from White Claw or Uber anytime <laughs> soon. Well, you guys might. I won't. <laughs> yeah, make sure you just say that extra loud into the mic so people know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean like personally, like I don't wanna I don't wanna Uh oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. Funny enough, Zach just tried to call me. <laughs> oh shit. Um I don't want a sponsor from White Claw though. <laughs> personally, like I mean you guys probably would because I mean it's kind of your guys' thing, but I don't like White Claw, so <laughs> Oh, it's my thing that I like. Well, I mean, it's your guys. You guys are the bros and brews, right? That's your guys' thing. <laughs> I guess you guys are more like beer, kind of. That's what you guys are more focused on, huh? Well, I say the branding's kind of changed lately because you know, ever since pandemic, like uh, just things happened, creative differences and such, and also I was just sort of like. You know, just like everybody else, like, holy crap, we're all in this weird time. And I just sort of (laughs) lost that. uh, I guess, I don't know. I just became like uh, complacent, I guess. Like, it's just like, I don't really feel the need to do the show right now, especially if just the way that I was processing it as much as anybody else. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I mean, you know, sometimes things change. Like, I guess that happens, you know, I I think it's good that you guys still do the show. I try to, I try to listen to it when you do it every now and again. So whenever I can catch it and I get a moment, you know, if I see it pop up on like Facebook or something, I try to share it out. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy it and I, I enjoy being on it and I know, uh, Zach and Sean both enjoyed being on it. Hmm. So anytime you want us all to get on again, let us know. We'll do it. Yeah, because it's it's safe to go out again for the most part. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe <laughs> it it is. I guess it's just you know some people are. I don't want to get too political or anything on on there. So, 
but you know how people are. <laughs> yeah. But since, yeah, since like partway through 2020, like there's a huge just inconsistencies of just uploads at that point. And, you know, like, the king there's a huge, it's like a huge gap in 2021, especially when if things were still say like if you know if if the pandemic never happened then i don't know how many episodes there would be available at this point but yeah that's yeah. just uh i don't mean yeah that's really i'm pretty sure i've already talked about it with people in the past like when i just sit down do a solo show just express myself vent here and there and <laughs> just be like oh so this is what's coming out soon with video games and yada 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 whatever anyway, yeah but yeah it's gotta be not i gotta kind of commend you for doing that though because like obviously you know we've started a podcast before and we tried to do that and it fell through i mostly blame me for that um i'm very inconsistent when it comes to that kind of stuff so like i you know Props to you for keeping it going and everything. I wish I could keep things going like that because it it can be hard. <laughs> yeah, it it feels kind of gimmicky though at this point because like there's so many other like somewhat newish podcasts that have came out since then, and it's like they're way more successful. But again, it's like can't really compare myself to like. Conan O'Brien because yeah. <laughs> I love I love his podcast. All right, people. Yeah, like before you think like, oh man, this guy doesn't like Conan. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I'm from Boston. I personally think he's he was the best like late night person in my he, opinion. He yeah, he definitely is. He's a lot better than both Jimmy's. He's better than wow. Leno. Now you're not getting any of those Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel promotions. Hey, they probably agree because they probably don't have podcasts or maybe they do. Everybody has a fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to start another one. I know me and Zach talked about starting another one too, but I don't know. It's just so hard to stay consistent. And then I had another one I started that I was enjoying doing, but I just, it's so hard for me to sit down and record and then edit it and everything. So it can be, it can be difficult sometimes, you know, but I would like to get back to the other one. I think I might have saw that on your Instagram, but I didn't click on it. What was it? Uh, so the original one we did was No Ducks Given, which was fun. Right. I would like to do another version of that somehow with those guys because I really enjoy just chatting with those guys. Anytime we get the chance is always fun. Um, and then I started another one with my good friend um, called Podcast Against Humanity. It's kind of a play oh, on the Cards Against Humanity thing. Yeah. And we've talked about trying to get that going again. It's just, it's just hard, you know, mixed schedules and I'm too tired one day, you know, or something. So it's just staying com- committed to it, I guess, is my problem. Podcast against humanity. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm really seeing a whole lot about it. There isn't much. I think we only did like three, maybe four episodes. Oh, okay. I'm seeing a YouTube link now there should be a youtube link i think there's a facebook page and an instagram page if i'm correct a podcast for horrible people (laughs) that's a description for it okay maybe i'll so give me the gist of it what what is the whole theme of the podcast or podcast against humanity 
that that the theme of that one was just us kind of chatting me and me and my good friend we just kind of sat down one time we always just whenever we just sit down and start talking you know we just start creating random scenarios in our head or we'll just start talking about random things or being goofy at creating voices and stuff like that you know i've known him for a long long time so that's just what we do um and one day we were doing that and i was like do you want to record this and he's like again i was like we can make it like a podcast and he's like i i guess so then we just tried to record it and we had fun so we did a couple more but then of course my me not sticking to it kind of fell apart but he he still i think wants to do it so maybe i'll uh see if he's still down to try and do that because it was fun i mean we talked about like kind of like you guys we talk about video games you know we talk about movies um he was trying to buy a car in the second episode so we talked about like the dilemmas of buying a car and stuff like that you know um and then we just talked about life like uh we talked about when we got a pet bunny and and like stuff like that you know so we just talked about random things and just kind of pretty much just had a conversation like catching up almost like you're catching up with your good friend that's kind of how it was Mm -hmm. all right i guess i'll have to check out episode one and see (laughs) you know what that's all about i mean i did enjoy what you guys did with no ducks given but that's been kind of on the back burner for (laughs) some time now yeah yeah. like i said me and zach are considering uh not really rebranding it, but just restarting a whole new thing, kind of. Um, I got to talk to them about that, see what we're thinking still, you know. Because it is fun to just sit down and chat, you know, even if it is for only an hour. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I think, yeah, you know, just mic it all up and hit record and see what happens. Oh, yeah, no. I, I would like to, yeah. Because yeah. it is really fun to just, I think it's personally fun to just, just talk because I, I can talk like all day pretty much about anything. <laughs> so like, even like for this one, if you just kept talking, I would just continue talking. So. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So I had a random idea about the music again, but like, have you, has this already happened yet? in the span of a, a month and some change since the album came out, but like having a, a live band, you know, basically like you just play the whole album in your set, but you have like the live band there. Honestly, like I always just play with like the backing tracks usually. Cause you know, that's most, like low end like me hip-hop artists rap artists we play with like the backing track you know um if i got to the point where i got to perform the whole album like i had a big enough audience or something that wanted to see that and i had the opportunity to, to have a band i would be totally down with that and honestly if i were i always talk about this like if i were to blow up or you know something like that if i were to get a really good following and i was able to do a tour or something i would love to have like sean and zach come because i already know them i already have that connection with them i already know they're good you know i would love to have them come do stuff live with me all the time like that would be amazing and that's honestly like a goal i guess would be to to do something like that to have an actual live band making the beats and stuff like that i think that would be really really cool 
And I would be a hundred percent down if that situation came. So in your near, well, I shouldn't say near future, but in the future, like what are your, your goals as far as the music goes? Is there anybody particular that you really want to collab with? Like, in the local hip hop scene in the Valley or just throughout Arizona. That's just an um, example right there. I'm trying to think I, I would love to collab with some of the people I've already collabed with before again, like uh, mm-hmm. Talica, Cameron, uh, D Carter, you know, I'd love to, to, those guys are the homies. I would love to link up with them and do some more stuff. Um, the guy I have on this album, uh, I think is D seven. Um, Mm-hmm. He, I think he's crazy. Like the, the way he, he does his music and I see him like the way he gets on his lives on Instagram. I would love to do some more stuff with him. I think that'd be really crazy. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm down to collab with most Arizona artists or anyone really, but there's a lot of unique talent out there. I, I see people posting, um, you know, I would love to just get on track with different styles. Like, I don't really do like the kind of trap hip hop really, but I would love to get like some kind of songs like that with some people, you know, um, me and skinny skinny BK. I would love to do some more stuff with him. That's the homie, uh, demigod. He's the homie. I'd love to do more stuff with him, you know? Um, yeah, honestly, I'd love to just work with more artists. I love, I love branching out. I love people reaching out and I try to reach out to people. Um, I got a couple songs on this next mixtape I was talking about where I got some really cool uh, new features that I think are going to excite some people. A um, couple really fun, like banger anthems to just kind of vibe out to. I think they're going to be good. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm down to like collab with anyone, honestly, as long as they're cool, you know, it's like if I reach out to someone and they're being like an asshole or something, then I don't want to mess with them, you know, but like if someone's cool and they're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I'm, Okay, let's go, you know? And in terms of like goals, I would love to do more albums. I would love to do collab albums. Um, I think that'd be really cool, stuff like that. Um, and I have this goal or this idea that I've had in my mind for a while. It's something I would love to set up. I don't know. I got to look more into it, see how to go about this kind of stuff. But I would love to set up like a charity event and do like, like put on shows, like have a bunch of artists, local Arizona artists, like, like the people I just named, you know, like uh, skinny and then seven and all them, you know, have them come out, demigod, all them, you know, and do like perform, like let them perform on a bigger stage. And I would love to be able to set up like some kind of like event where people can come donate to like certain charities, like, uh, you know, schools that need funding or uh, hunger like kids, uh, starving children or like pets, it's like adoption agencies and stuff like that. Um, I, like I said, I haven't worked out like any of the details or anything, but like that's been in my mind for a while. I would love to set up something like that or even be a part of something like that. Cause I would love to just give back to the community. I know that sounds like really cliche. People always say that and they're like, yeah, I want to give back, but I would really love to do something like that to help people. Does that, at all relate to your current job right now it it does it does currently relate to my current job Mm -hmm. um i don't think i should speak about my current job right now um yeah i I get that because yeah uh, i mean i was talking about your true profession sir 
the <laughs> hip hop artist. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, no, like, like you said, with the, the album, I touched a lot upon mental health and stuff like that. And I would love to do stuff with that too. If I could raise money for uh, like put on concerts for mental health awareness and stuff like that, really just anything I can do to assist people and help people and feel like I'm making a difference in someone's life. That's what this is all for, you know? Not only is this music for me, but it's for it's for people. You know, I want people to hear my song and be like, "Yeah, you know, like feel better." I want them to feel like I'm I'm talking to them. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's definitely like a I don't even know if I can really say this, but there's just times where it's like, "Oh man, I just want you to rap about you know like." bitches and cars and like getting money and all that shit but you know just stick to the archetypes that work bro like why are you rapping about all this real shit like I get enough of that like in my own household like I just want to let you portray like that false reality but you Um, know I feel like that's how it gets divisive sometimes like to where people like expect you like yeah just keep it hype bro like Let's live this oh, fantasy yeah. out. And I want to hear about that. But as soon as you touch up on mental health, they're like, nah, bro, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that. Cause like, I've never been really that artist. You know, I've never been the one to talk about, you know, bitches and getting money and drugs and stuff like that. You know, that's <laughs> never been my forte. Um, and I used to hate that kind of music and I still do to a point. I don't like some stuff that glorifies too much, you know, uh, you know, drug use and stuff like that. But I mean, I've grown, I've grown up a lot now. I feel like, in, especially in the last couple of years. Um, and I've come to the point where like, sometimes people just want to vibe, you know, some people just want to listen to some, you know, hard hitting trap beats and some, you know, not super intricate rhymes. Some people just want to hear simpler stuff. I get it. You know, and if that's what you want to listen to, I mean, go for it. You know, I'm not stopping you anymore. I'm not trying to be that guy who's like, no, this is bad rap, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all different. In terms of me, I'm going to be who I want to be. So I'm going to rap about what I want to rap about. So if that means I'm talking about mental health or, you know, growing up without a father or living by a single mother or, you know, like personal stuff about me, like I'm going to rap about that stuff, you know? And uh, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to be me, you know, I'm going to do what I want to (laughs) do. Yeah. And I, I usually even in the Oh, I was going to say in one of the songs I actually touched upon this specific topic. Um because I have this song I didn't release called Pressure, which is just talking about feeling a lot of pressure and feeling overwhelmed and stuff like that. And I've never performed any of my softer songs. I always perform the like really hype jumping stuff. So, my last show I did, I actually decided to put pressure on the set list and see how it went. And just being honest, it didn't get a good reception. I didn't get people like chilling and vibing out to it or, you know, people like respecting it. I got not really backlash, but I definitely got an audience split. Like I saw the audience back up. I saw, you know, people kind of like, oh, whatever. Like I can notice that you can notice it when you're on stage. Like you see people dis- disassociating and like, eh, it's, it's cool, whatever. And that hit me really hard, you know? Um, it actually made me like want to not put this album out, like seeing the disconnect I got from that show 
made me really self-conscious about releasing this album because I was like, if people don't fuck with this one song, how are they going to fuck with 15, 16 tracks or whatever, you know? But I put that all to the side and I said, I'm going to do it because this is what I want to do. But when you have a banger, like if I could fly, especially with that bass line, though, people will be, <laughs> damn, like I'd be jumping up. I'd be putting my hand up like, fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, so I, I don't know if this is just me, like, you know, talking out of my ass right now. But it was like, if you, there was like, you know, you find like a compromise where it's like, I can still appease the audience giving this idea of like, hey, as if the beat goes hard and I'm rapping about real shit, then it's going to resonate with them. Yeah. Um, that's something I've really considered too, is just kind of taking my lyrics and putting them on to harder hitting beats. Um, and sometimes it doesn't flow as neatly as I'd like it to. So I got to like switch things up, you know, but that's something I've considered too, is kind of trying to, you know, uh, what is it? Have my cake and eat it too, or something, you know, trying to do both ends. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so only, I only brought up the, uh, part about the haters was because in your bio for Spotify, uh, towards the end is that he's motivated to keep expressing himself regardless of what others may say. The AZ ghost. <laughs> what, what, what exactly are you, who are you just calling out people just in general? Or is it more, is there like a part, like a specific moment really to where it's like, I'm, I'm really just going to put myself out there. I'm getting vulnerable. And it's like, you know, if, if you don't like this, then, you know, Hey, um, I'm doing my thing right now. (laughs) It's kind of that it's more so I don't really have any haters, I guess, theoretically, I don't have anyone that I feel like is really hating on me, or at least if I do, they haven't come out and said it to me. Um, yeah. (laughs) They're just hiding Uh, behind their phone screen. Probably. (laughs) Which is fine. I haven't had anyone like <laughs> comment on my music or anything and be like, yeah, this is trash or anything like that. Like I've had people be like, eh, you know, it's, it's not for me. And that's fine. You know, you do you. I, I meant that more towards like, I'm, I think yeah. artists should focus more on being themselves and not what the, the mainstream wants them to be. You know, I think they should make the music they want to make. And I've definitely seen like, I, um, I've seen some YouTube videos of like songs I'm featured on and stuff. And I, I'll see the people listening and they'll be like, Oh, dark matter. He, he's all right. He's cool. He's whatever, you know, they'll like hype up the other people. And then when I come on, they're like, eh. and I, you know, I, I see that stuff. Like, it's not like I don't notice it, of course, but um, I'm trying to not let that stuff get to me. Sometimes it feels like when I see that kind of stuff, I'm like, Oh, you know, get all upset. And you're like, I got to write some crazy, some crazy like rhyme scheme or something. but then I always try to just focus back on myself and be like, well, you know, make what you want to make. Don't, don't worry about what those people say. You know, if, if you love it, then that's all that matters. Well, oh, okay. So I kind of brought this up because, um, I don't even know if I've ever told this story before, but, um, 
there was a point in time like earlier in high school when I was a part of this so-called band. I kind of saw it more as just like, hey, I get to socialize with um, high school kids like two grades ahead of me. <laughs> and I just thought like, hey, I'm like the sophomore or the freshman. I get to hang out with the the juniors and seniors, whatever, at that point. So I was like, and they're letting me be the vocalist in this quote unquote heavy metal band and <laughs> did so many practices here and there. And then before we know it, we had our very first show and they, uh, I don't know. I would say that they had the ego to be like, we're going to be the last band that goes on tonight. <laughs> Even though I was thinking like, maybe we should just get this set over with and then, you know, just, you know, learn from it. But rather like we ended up going on stage. I got stage fright. I was uh, overwarming my vocals to the point to where partway through the set, like my voice was just shot. And then after one point, I was just like, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's like the last band that went on, definitely they had their experience with performing and then we did our set. And then um, I think like towards the end, like one of the other band members, they actually did the vocals for the two other songs, which was just definitely like, well, he doesn't have to like, you know, do any growls or actual screaming in the vocal. <laughs> He just did his thing. And then at, right at the end, like I remember somebody shouting out from the crowd, like, hey, you guys got to get a new singer. Oh. And then that's just where, you know, that was like the last nail in the coffin. And I was just like, I don't think this is for me. And then soon enough, I was replaced by somebody else shortly. So I was just like, I just felt like I was just kind of used because, you know, I would bring some stuff to the actual practice to like audio equipment and stuff. So I just kind of felt like oh. in the long run, like maybe I was just being used or maybe they just genuinely, maybe they liked me as a person, but I really can't tell because, you know, it's just sort of like, oh, there's the younger kid. We can rip on this dude. We can joke. We can say whatever <laughs> the fuck we want to him. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah, I mean, that sucks. I mean, especially seeing, like, hearing it in the crowd, that's got a, you know, it's definitely a hit to the ego for sure. But, um, you know, I, I'm sure you weren't that bad. I'm sure you, you're still learning, you know, always growing, always trying to improve. So, yeah, you know, like if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Teenager. And actually, I remember we performed in front of the school before, and that was very, nerve-wracking as well and it was just like oh my god like <laughs> we're doing these like <laughs> super aggressive songs while they're doing like a pie eating contest or some shit on the side <laughs> like really like people gonna be fucking head banging and oh, 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 oh i gotta I eat be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't know. I think honestly it was super awkward and maybe that's what i took from it because i would do a few open mics here and there since then but Overall, uh, I think generally now, if I were to be in front of a microphone, I'd just be generally awkward and then just somewhat of a, a comedy routine, I guess. I, I kind of like, I know what you mean. Like, 
So one time when I performed, I performed with my, my friend Skinny BK. Um, he was doing a set and he wanted me to come out and do our song Bankai. I, I don't know if you've heard that song, but it's very fast. Like it's very, very quick song. Um, it's only on SoundCloud right now. It's not on Spotify, but I'm going to probably okay. get it up there eventually here soonish. Um, so could you repeat the song again? Yeah, it's called Bankai. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, he wanted me to come out there and do the song with him on, on stage. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So in my mind, I was like, yeah, I got this. No problem. I knew the lyrics. I had no problem knowing the lyrics. And he went out there. And this is not really a story I talk about too much either. But um, he went out there and he was doing his set and he killed it. Like he killed all his songs. He did great. And then it's time for us to come do the song. So he called me on the stage. I get, I get out there. I'm hyping up. I'm jumping around. And I don't know what happened, but that, that night I could not get it together. So the song starts and I start the song and it starts pretty quick. You know, there's not really much of a buildup to it. Um, and I just couldn't get the flow. I couldn't get the lyrics down. So on stage, like live in front of people, like a big crowd, I'm like, can we, can we run that back? Can we run that back? So they stop the song and they play it again. So I can go again. And then again, the second time I just could not get it together. So I just ended up freestyling over the beat in front of people because I could not for the life of me get that song together. And I'm sure the freestyle wasn't great or anything like, you know, what do you do when you're freestyling live, like trying to get the words together on a fast beat? It's kind of, it's a little hard sometimes. So I always think about that show. And after I did that, like, I remember telling him like, oh man, I'm sorry. I fucked that all up. You were doing so good. And he was like, no worries, you know, but like that hit my ego too. I was like, man, I could tell the crowd was like, this guy ain't got it. And so when I went home that night, I was real bummed. Like, I was like, man, what am I doing? Like, I can't get this shit together. You know, I was, that was definitely a, a hit to my ego for some reason. Like it, it stuck with me. It still sticks with me, but like, I, I can go do shows now. No problem. But like, it was definitely made me feel rocky. The next time I got on the stage, I was like, maybe I don't got this, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, yeah, it definitely goes without saying like you're bound to bomb some shows here and there. Like even like even the the pros out there in whatever (laughs) sort of showmanship, they might have a night where it's just like, wow, really? Like this is new material. People aren't laughing at this. (laughs) Like, damn, I guess I got to go back to my old jokes that I've been telling for like the past 10 years. All right. Finally, some laughs. Damn. <laughs> just cut this set in half, take my money and go. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm sure, like with some artists too, they're just like, you know, this album's trash, dude. Just play the song from like five years ago or whatever. Like, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I could see that. Like, even sometimes when I go to perform, I'm obviously not a big name at all, like nowhere, you know, anywhere in that spectrum. But, I know some songs I don't perform and some people are like, Oh, I really like when you did that one song. I'm like, okay, well I didn't do it this time, but maybe next time, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think right now. There was something that came to mind. Um, it's, and it has to do with performing. Um, but I mean, right? Sometimes you just can't perform under pressure. 
performance anxiety. Yeah, it's. I mean, you can just practice all day, and then just all of a sudden, it's just like, ugh. Like, cue the eight mile song. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I'll be like practicing for weeks, like two weeks, three weeks ahead of time, like trying to just learn all the songs. And (laughs) even when I get out there, I'm still like a little shaky, a little nervous. But when I see the crowd start jumping and getting hyped, then that's when I can like, okay, you know, everyone's feeling it, so I'm feeling it. Let's let's go, you know. Those are the best moments for sure. Ooh. Um, so random topic. Uh, are you still playing video games? I am when I can. I haven't been playing as much as of late, but I, I play my Switch a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, what, what are you playing on the Switch? Um probably a lot of like just pokemon <laughs> i play a lot of pokemon um animal crossing animal crossing a little bit i've been meaning to get back to that lately um trying to think I, I mean we play smash mario kart uh me and my girlfriend have been playing through the the super mario bros one like the two player on the screen i oh, forgot nice. how funny that game could be like when you're playing with someone it's ridiculous sometimes how just how silly it can be you know mm-hmm. so she's into video games she likes mario she's she's <laughs> she's into she likes some video games she'll play like mario and and uh some of like the old school games like crash bandicoot and stuff like that yeah she's not gonna be out here like playing elden ring or anything but all right okay that's still respectable, you know. Got to give it to the classics. Yeah, no, it's Maybe, awesome. <laughs> personally, yeah, Super Mario One's pretty cool, but I'm I'm really into like Super Mario Three. Yeah, Three is great. Yeah, that's hard though. Have you tried to replay Three lately? It's harder I than I, I thought. I think I got to like World Six or Seven one time just playing on my own just to practice it. Cause I was trying to do this whole like let's play series before, but you know, mm. obviously it's like we're drinking beers, but we're going to beat this fucking game right now. <laughs> but I actually did better solo and I made it to world six or seven. I didn't record it. So, you know, people might say that I'm embellishing the story. Oh, well, don't, don't let it get out. Just cut this part out. but i'm not saying like you know i played through every board completely i took shortcuts like you know you get those magical flutes that'll take you to the next world so i I would do that from time to time but yeah i somehow i made it to like world six or seven but it gets it gets pretty redonk after a while it's like holy crap hats off to people that can beat this game yeah one of my good friends he's like crazy on that game i don't know he knows all like the little secrets and little things (laughs) to get you a hundred lives and Mm -hmm. stuff and i remember one time we tried to play through it together and he was just flying through the level and i was like bruh chill (laughs) i was like i get it but i can't do that (laughs) oh my gosh that is so you're mostly if i don't recall like weren't you also like into pc gaming as well I've been getting into PC gaming a little more. Um, I've been playing like the Batman series. I've been wanting to go through those again. 
uh, like Arkham oh. Knight and Arkham City. Um, right. uh, Resident Evil Village, I've been slowly playing through, like off and on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Mama. I'm enjoying it so far. <laughs> Big mommy milkers. <laughs> I haven't even gotten past that castle yet, so I'm still there. <laughs> Wait, you haven't even gone through the castle yet? Not all the way. Oh, never mind. I've been like slowly playing it. <laughs> oh, so you just want to enjoy every single moment, huh? Yeah, just every, just really soaking it all in. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get a make sure I get a glimpse at everything in the game. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I bought that game, but I'm just, I'm not good with horror games. Like, I don't know how I managed to beat, um, gosh, what was the game? Dead space. The very first dead Dead space Space was fun. I managed to play through that whole game, even though like, there was those jump scares and it was like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, I'm like in high school playing this game. I can play horror games when they give me a gun. Like if they give me a weapon to use, I'm like, all right, let's go. But like when it's like outlast or something where it's just basically run and hide, I, Oh no, I I can't play play that. Let yeah. alone, like, if you put like on a VR headset, I think I would legit nope. have a heart attack. Yeah, not for me, man. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I hate having to run and hide in games and, and the feeling that something's chasing me, like, especially in Outlast, because you can like turn your head and look behind you. Mm-hmm. That gives me so much anxiety. I'm like, nope, it's not doing that. Resident Evil, it's fine. I could shoot the things. It's cool. <laughs> I feel like my threshold is like playing Dying Light 1 and 2. I played a little like bit something too, like chasing very you. You very, should finish that game. It's a good game. I actually, I played it on my friend's. Uh, I think it was this Xbox or PS5. One of the two. He, he had one of them, um, and he let me just try it out, and, and it was cool. But I sucked at it. <laughs> it's a really good game. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. Well, yeah, both games are really good. It looks nice. It looks really, really nice. Oh, yeah. Those graphics are very, very pretty. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> it's like, imagine when Mario looks that good. I don't know if I ever want Mario to get that good. Because I think of, the whole like Nintendo of, charm, like, of it looking cartoony and kind of, like, silly. Like, I mean, it would be cool to see, like, The Legend of Zelda look like Elden Ring or something, you know? But... I like the whole cartoony aspect to it as well, especially like with Kirby and, you know, Mario, Yoshi, Donkey Kong. Like, I, I don't want to see them get too realistic, you know? Yeah, like like what they did with the uh, Rampage movie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to watch the uh, Super I'm, Mario movie when that comes out? I kind of do, just because it's like, yeah, I feel like it, it it should be fun regardless, but I kind of agree. <laughs> like cuz uh, apparently like the very first Sonic was kind of bad, but then the sequel people are like, "Yeah, it's an actual improvement." Personally, I liked the first Sonic. I thought it was cool. And I, I seen loved <laughs> I loved the second Sonic. Like I'm a big Sonic fan and when I was younger, 
Like, don't be letting people know, obviously. But when I was younger, I preferred Sonic over Mario. Wait, are you serious right now? Or is this just a joke? No, I'm being, like, honestly, dead ass. <laughs> so you're all about the big Sonic. So Sonic, you're all about Sonic the Sonic memes? <laughs> well, I played both, like, growing up. I played both Mario and Sonic, but uh, I just like Sonic more. I like the, the, the world and the music more and everything. So when I watched mm-hmm. the second movie and like, you know, I'm not going to give spoilers away because it's still out in theaters and stuff. But like, I really enjoyed it. Like, I was crying at some parts because I was just such a fan. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Damn. So yeah. Sonic Stan here confirmed the sequel is good. I, it is good. It's very like I can personally say this is a good like video game movie. So then at some point in time, you're going to have to go to Sonic Con. That's a thing. I'm pretty sure it is. Or Sega Con, Sonic Con. I would go to that. That sounds kind of cool. I'd dress up as Sonic. I remember seeing a convention about it. And then they actually had like one of the original like music composers perform one of the tracks on stage. Wow. Some he of the sonic tr- music was, is beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 a you know it's a guilty pre- it's a guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, a lot of people would classify it as butt rock. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's not like the dude was singing or anything. He was just fucking shredding it on the guitar. So it's just like hell yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. That'd be kind of cool. Because I'd just be singing the sonic music sometimes in my head, like. I'd just be walking around and I'd be like, da, 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 da. <laughs> Sonic Heroes. Oh, man. Sonic Heroes was a good game. And that theme song, fire. <laughs> I just remember that beginning part. That was a. There's a good theme song. I played that with my cousins when I was younger. I remember, I have good memories of that. So, have you played every Sonic game? No, absolutely not. <laughs> What about the 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 where the where the werehog yeah. or whatever uh, Sonic did Unleashed? You play that yeah, one? I, I did. Pl- I did play that one. I didn't beat it, but I, I I got like probably halfway through the game. Or what about Sonic and the Legend of the Black Sword or something? I remember a neighbor of mine had that game, and I only played it when I went over to their house. So like, I played it maybe like once or twice, maybe three times. So no, I didn't play that one that much. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like like more of the like Sonic Mania is really good. Like that's kind of the newer ish one where it, like revamps the old school games and makes them look all nice and retextured and everything. That one's very very good. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. The Sonic Sonic Adventure games were really fun. <laughs> um, yeah, like those ones. I like the Sonic Advance games for like the Game Boy and stuff like that. Okay, wow. So yeah, you you really do like Sonic. Yeah, like I was playing like Sonic One on the Sega and like Sonic Two, Sonic and Knuckles. Like yeah, well, I, I, I was playing those. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand like yeah the Genesis and the Dreamcast era, but then beyond that, like once it it's like it gets Xbox a little shaky at some point and all of that. Like you know, there's there's some. But I'm saying, like, are you a diehard fan to where you would defend, like, the really shitty games at this point? Absolutely not. No. Well, then maybe <laughs> others right now that are listening in, they're like, 
Yeah, bro. He's not a Sonic fan. That's okay. There's some there's some really shit Sonic games. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there's been a few where oh. I played and I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> I think at this point, people are gonna say like, yeah, he's a Mario fan. I like Mario. I played through some Mario. Like the the, the thing is like, okay, there's good Sonic games and there's great Sonic games, but then there's also bad Sonic games. But when you look at mm. Mario, there's great Mario games and like good Mario games. There's not any that come to mind that are like terrible, terrible, you know? Like, well, I'm trying to think of like a really bad Mario game. Like maybe like Dr. Mario, maybe. I guess you could say Dr. Mario, but even that's kind of fun, like in its own kind of way, you know? I don't remember anything about Dr. Mario, so I just threw out the most it's obscure like Tetris, title right? that I can. I think so, but it's just like why why don't you just call it fucking Mario Tetris or some shit? Because <laughs> then Come they on. wouldn't have that skin for Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a Doctor Mario skin in the other games. There was, but in Ultimate, I think he's a separate character. But there's still no Waluigi. It's a damn shame. Damn. Well, Nintendo, you done fucked up everything. I and messed somehow, it up. Somehow you're going to continue to make billions of dollars. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Everything they put out kills. So. That is true. They have their own uh, niche market. They really yeah. have no competitors because they've already absorbed what was left of it. I mean, yeah, yeah honestly. Basically, basically, yeah, like Sega characters can be part of Nintendo to an extent. They got the rare characters, I think. Oh, no, no. Actually, I think Microsoft has Rare. Oh. That's like Banjo-Kazooie and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft had that collection, I remember. But uh, I was thinking more so of like, you know, like Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics, like that type of deal. <laughs> those games. Hey, those are... Well, I only played the first one, so I don't know about the rest of them. But the first <laughs> one was cool. <laughs> you actually played the game? Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. Um, I remember me and my friend played it like, and we were sitting there jogging with the Wii remotes trying to <laughs> jump over these little stupid things. <laughs> a fun game. I've, I've never held a Wii controller to this day. You've never played the Wii? No. You gotta but play the Wii. It's great. I've I've experienced virtual reality, and there's that point where you gotta like simulate like you're jogging. <laughs> Even though it fucking looks stupid if you're just doing it without a headset and controllers. <laughs> like, have you ever experienced a modern day like virtual reality? Um, I've played a couple different things. Like one of my good friends, he has the Oculus thing. And I played uh, some like space game where you're like shooting people online. I don't know what that one was, but then he let me play uh, Resident Evil 4 on the VR, which was pretty, pretty cool. I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Resident Evil 4. That's one of my favorite games like ever. So that was that was really fun to play. Yeah, that looks better compared to what the fucking Hitman VR looks like right now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't even I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you never you're not familiar with the Hitman series? I am I know what it is, but I meant the VR one. I haven't seen it before. So like the recently like rebooted um trilogy at this point. 
I, or I guess um, modernized Hitman. I uh, I played the. I think it's the third one I played, and the first one. Um, but I haven't played them all. Um, but I've played a couple of them for sure, and they're mm. they're fun. I just I'm not big on stealth, and I think that game has a lot of stealth stuff in it. Well, you can just complete the levels however you want, but ideally it's like, yeah, we want you to be an assassin, but you can just go completely just balls in and just shoot everybody. That's pretty much like when I play Fallout and it's like, oh, we should sneak around this wall or whatever. And it's like, take cover. I'm like, I just want to go out there and, and, you know, fight the things and kill them all right, right away. Yeah. It's like, bro, seriously, I'm decked out in power armor right now. I'm going to kill this motherfucker with a fork right now. <laughs> yeah, like, I, honestly, when it comes to that game, like, I love Fallout. Those are some of my favorite games. And when it comes to that, like, any game, honestly, I'm not a stealth person. Like, I don't like sneaking around. It, I find it very boring. And I know people will probably get mad at this, but, like, that's why I haven't beaten The Last of Us, because I just don't like sneaking around. <gasps> well, I've never played The Last of Us, but I've been told that I gotta play it. Oh, yeah! Everyone tells me I gotta play it, and I've had it since I bought my PS4, so a long time now. And I started it. I just can't but sneak around like that. Don't you have a PlayStation Five now? No, I can't find one. Oh, they're sold out everywhere. Every time I try to get one, even in the valley, it's bad over here. Like. I can sometimes find the Xboxes and I've been considering just getting an Xbox. Um, I've, I've been considering it. I don't know. But if I haven't it's decided like, yet. If you already have a PC, then it really just depends on how your PC is. Then that's how yeah, I feel I thought about just. I thought about just upgrading my PC too, but there's something about just sitting on the couch or sitting in bed and playing something with a controller. I don't know. Just something about it I, I really enjoy. Well, you can still do that with the PC. Yeah, but yeah, like sit at a desk. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you just connect it <laughs> to your TV. <laughs> yeah, but that's... I'm lazy, all right? <laughs> yeah, you just want to pick up this box and then just be done with it, right? Exactly. <laughs> or better yet, like... You know what? At this point, you should just get a Steam Deck. You know... <laughs> That's the new like switch thing, right? Yeah, but like, you know, it's Valve Steam. Yeah, I've actually been considering getting one cuz uh like that is kind of perfect for me <laughs> cuz I play my Switch all the time, so that's like, you know, kind of perfect. <laughs> yeah, it actually does well with uh Elden Ring cuz that's everybody has a huge boner for that game. Still. I have not played it yet, but I really want to. I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe I should just get into the whole Souls game and then just, you know, eventually get a heart attack. I've never once played any of the Souls games. Um, I've played Bloodborne and I was terrible at it. So isn't, isn't that still like Soul from the same, like, uh, I think it's from the same developers. Developer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from I've played software. Cuphead. 
<laughs> that's kind of similar to the Souls games. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. If you can endure that, then you should be good for Dark Souls. I'm almost done with Cuphead. It's only been like seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the last world. I got like two more bosses to beat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cannot believe this. Okay. Um, so I really feel like we made some progress tonight. Um, especially with the, uh, Oh, I just saw your dog walk by. Yeah. She's been moving around here. (laughs) Uh, Um, can I see her? Yeah. I kind of forget that like, Oh yeah, this is on your phone. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She is so beautiful. She's beautiful. (laughs) She's a, a handful. That's for sure. I don't recommend anybody get a husky ever. Oh, but they're just so beautiful. They are, and she's so loving. Like she loves everyone, but man, oh man, does she know how to make a mess? Mm, I don't know. The <laughs> last time that uh, I was around a husky, it was an outdoor dog. Yeah, she's definitely not. She's very, very. Um, I don't know she's almost like a cat. She's almost like an indoor cat. Oh, that that's adorable. How old is she? She's a little over a year, so she's still kind of a puppy-ish sort of-ish. So definitely, she might grow a bit more. Maybe a little bit more, but I think she's going to stick around there. I don't think she's going to get much taller. Well, if I could have a husky kitty, I would be all over that. I'd be she's, like, I am right. I want to adopt, yeah, a husky kitty. Um, people, um, we're talking about dogs. If you're kind of lost in the conversation, because so yeah, wait, this, whole, this whole time, this podcast was through a Zoom call. If you can believe it or not, if you didn't recognize it this whole time, like you're still <laughs> adjusting the channel on your radio station and then somebody tells you like, Hey bro, this is through the Bluetooth. Like the heck are you (laughs) doing violating my radio right now? That is my Bluetooth radio speaker thing, whatever. (laughs) Maybe it's on the television and you're trying to change the channel and it's like, Hey, that's not going to help. Maybe they're on the roof uh, adjusting the, satellite dish or the antenna maybe somehow they send extra money to the cable service or whoever the heck maybe jeff bezos just for some reason but yeah (laughs) maybe maybe there's a lot of hypotheticals right there yes but it's been fun and it's been real folks but hey david you've been on the show a couple times in the past do you know what time it is um time to say good night not quite the phrase i was looking for which one are you looking for i wanted to say you know let's say that it's getting close to 2 a.m and you're out of the bars what time is it closing time Let's try it again. So it's getting close to 2 a.m. You're at the bars here in Arizona. 
Oh, it's Last Call. Yes! That's the one. All right. I was Woo! like, it's one of these phrases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not sure if people outside of Arizona would recognize that because I can't think of too many other states that would recognize. Like, yeah, 2 a.m., we're all closed up for alcohol sales for some reason. I think the problem was I don't go to the bar. That's why I didn't realize what we were talking about. Or it's like, if you were going to the store and for some reason you're thinking like, maybe I want some of this Jack Daniels. At three in the morning. This Jack Daniels uh, punch looking thing. I want to say Hawaiian punch. Down home punch. Holy crap. This whole time you only had the one drink. I did because I didn't want to get up and walk away from the Zoom call. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel so bad now. <laughs> it's all good. It's a work night. I because it, too it, crazy. It, yeah, there is that too. But I could have also said like, yeah, like, because you're, you're still technically connected to the podcast <laughs> with the uh, AirPods, right? True, true. I have them in. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I just wanted to look at your handsome face as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It is lovely, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, some, you, you know, pandemic can do plus and minuses for individuals. And it looks like <laughs> for you, you've had your glow up. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a solid 10 now. Especially sure. with dropping <laughs> that if the world's going in yep available now everywhere yeah if if the world's going in yeah pretty much just to play on that so yeah I I just I just feel like like yeah there's moments where I say if the world's going to end but that's kind of what it's supposed to be is if the world's going to end but I just put it if the world's going in like kind of like you were saying it with some slang or something yeah, but maybe that's what the follow-up album is. If the world's going <laughs> in, too. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what the next album ends up being. But then you switch it up even more. Like, rather than the numerical value of two, you actually spell it out as, you know, two dub O. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I, I got... I got millions of ideas. I just got to get them on, on the paper. Or you can just drag out that O. The O. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Like a meat in a yeah. bowl of Cheerios. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. You. I was going to say, like, eating Oreos. Well, Cheerios are like an O shape. <laughs> Aren't Oreos shaped like? O's too. And they shape like circles. Mm. They don't have a hole in the middle. Well, you could. I, I guess if that's how you want to eat your Oreos. I'm not a judgmental person. Okay. Hey, are you going to criticize how people eat their Oreos now? <laughs> Damn. You, no, no, no. You really want to burn some bridges tonight? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a keep it PG. all right everybody so today's episode was sponsored by uh uh, (laughs) the (laughs) 
the Church of Scientology. Hopefully not Oreos. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um wow. It's so kind of a trip to know that like oh, the last time that we did a show like you and Sean were just like Oh my god. Basically, like people can't see like what I'm doing right now. They're just like, oh. <laughs> we were gone. Yeah, probably me more than Sean, but we were gone. <laughs> yeah, just I don't want to say that you guys were plastered, but you guys were just sort of like not entirely. We weren't. Sober. We weren't hundred percent. That's for sure. <laughs> hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping we get to do more of these because these are fun. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? Next time, I want to make sure that you get a good buzz going as well. I definitely will. I definitely will. I, uh, yeah. Damn, I feel so bad now, though, because it's just like, oh, dude, if you have to go do something real quickly, <laughs> I don't mind pausing it and whatever. And now it just feels like you just have to sit there and you just got to stare at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's gosh. not a big deal. <laughs> I feel I feel like a real douchebag. No, nah, you're good, man. You're good. But this was fun. I really appreciate you having me on. Like this was this was good. Yeah, I especially yeah. I I just gotta say, man, I'm very excited for the future of what your hip hop content will be, as far as the up-and-coming projects, possible shows as well. Hopefully. When you when you get those going, or if you know if you do charity events and such. But um you know, I just I respect the uh the effort, the hustle for it to continue to put out the music and you know I don't know if you know already, but I'm a fan. I I, I hope so, but I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, thank uh, you. I really appreciate it. Hell yeah, man! But do you have any uh, plugs or shout outs uh, to throw out? Um, nothing really major. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Dark Matter Music. Um, that's where you'll probably be able to socialize with me the most, where I kind of respond back the most, or my email at, at drkmatrmusic at gmail.com. Um, other than that, I just want to thank everyone who was helpful on the album, you know, Sean, uh, uh Skinny, you know, everyone who put some uh, little inputs in, and anyone who was talking to me about songs and how to change up certain things, you know, just thank you to anyone who helped me put this project together and I hope to hopefully put out some great stuff in the future too and keep improving myself and hopefully to help improve the people around me all right great shout out plug right there and I will be sure to leave all your uh plugs in the description <laughs> awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll leave it I'll leave it the dark matter plugs because you know you, 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 you've given some shout outs people can 
they can yeah yeah search that they up but us. hey this this episode is about you being the guest <laughs> so well, thank you so much again this was this was really fun i'm glad i got to talk about the album and what it meant to me i'm glad that you gave me this platform to do that so it, i really appreciate it yeah man and you know i definitely would encourage you to keep doing what you're doing because you're fucking killing it but as well <laughs> as that you know maybe uh, i've also heard that you recently had one of the local radios play some of your music as well i did yeah that was that was pretty fun um that was exciting they played uh my my song waves that was cool and that's an awesome track right there folks i've i I've listened to that song probably like a dozen times. It's the beat is good. I love the lyrics. And you know, yeah, the length of it is also great as well. It's like over four minutes. Yeah, that's uh that one's definitely a fan favorite, I've noticed. People a lot of people talk to me about that one. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that one definitely uh You're right on your way, sir. You're stepping up to the plate and you're going to get your moment soon. I appreciate that. I, I feel that. I feel that right now, especially if the radio will recognize you and you know, yeah. you're going to, you're going to make waves yourself <laughs> in the hip hop culture down in the Valley. I'd like to, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's been good. Really to good. have you. this conversation and I really appreciate you taking the time out today to do this show with me yeah definitely anytime anytime but yeah folks that's it so check out Dark Matter especially his latest album The World's Going End which came out on April 1st of 2022 which was an excellent date <laughs> And then be sure to check out everything else, which I will plug in the show notes. But that's it, folks. I appreciate y'all listening in with Dark Matter, a.k.a. David, (laughs) for episode 101. And that's that, folks. We'll see you guys later. See ya. (laughs) 